with a cane pole in his hand. Like a pool of dreams sitting down by the street. The leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 79, or... Live recorded for a podcast on your favorite podcast platform, 24-7-365. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com or plug in theoutdoorzone.com in your favorite podcast platform. and Share the show with your friends. You're the regulators, the ones who mount up with us every week to listen to the show. I'm TJ Graney, your host. And in the bunkhouse with me is Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. Cody Ryan is not in the bunkhouse. He is on the road going from his final National Professional Fishing League event in the Keystone Bank Boat to the uh, next BASS Central Tour event, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know exactly. Uh, road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove gets fired up, pours water over the old coffee grinds from last week, and puts foil on that wire antenna that gets the signal out to you every week. Thank you for being tuned in. Hey, uh, so bow season started this week. Uh, opening season for youth hunt is coming up in the next couple of weeks. Rifle for youth. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. And uh, and then deer season officially opens for rifle season, first weekend in November. Yes. Classic. And we have a time change on that Sunday. Okay. so And fall back. Yep. All uh, schools should be, I'm not, I'm not certain. Should be. A, should be out the first week of November. If they aren't. For yeah. deer season. It is a training element uh <laughs> for little boys and little girls to learn about the real thing the way the world really spins and uh so one of the things that um that we're passionate about is taking the ne- teaching the next generation so the average kid spends 40 minutes a week outside 70 hours a week in front of a screen that's pre-covid numbers uh, majority of the kids today are growing up in the city. Uh, culturally, back in the day, the kids grew up on the farm, and the daughters help mom every day sew and make food and biscuits and do the things, or working in the barn, you know, yeah. with the farm animals. The boys would go to the uncle's 
farm and work on the tractors and learn how to plow the fields. And then, and then the industrial age began and our families moved into the cities and moved into these clusters and left the farms and kids began to lose touch with those traditions. And as their grandparents passed and the farmland, the family farms and everything started to go away, kids, people began to get away from getting dirt under their fingernails. What that truly was, the training of a particularly boys in the situation that mm. we talk about, yep. Yep. got away from that and... So today, and with the electronic electronics today and the uh, culturally the lack of a father in, in half of the little boys' worlds out there, um, it, it can be difficult for a kid to learn how to hunt. I had uh, lunch with somebody from Texas Parks and Wildlife this week, and, 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 and I continue to uh, see and hear that it is just hard to find mentors to take a kid out to teach them their first time hunting yep and uh but it's something that you and i do um regularly on a monthly if not several times a month we're exposing um primarily boys um, mm -hmm. if they're not your granddaughters yeah that's right uh, primarily boys to um to the outdoors yeah. And we have friends and, and partners in the in the movement, the ministry of Kids Outdoor Zone across the country. Um, talk to them every week. I mean, you had some guys uh, that you talked to this week that they were taking some boys out. They were doing a crossbow hunt and yeah. uh, boys first time out hunting. And so but one of the things I want to talk about was, well, if you there's there's some things we've learned over the years that we've kind of cultivated as standards, at least in our operation, and they don't always match what used to be the old, good old boy way to do it, you know? Just leave them out there. Yeah, well, no, you just take a kid, you know, take a boy, and you say, here's that, Grandpa's 30 six. You go right. shoot this thing five times for we, and if you can shoot it, you can go to deer stand. You know, and they shoot it, and it just blows their shoulder off. The you know bruises their shoulder and freaks them out because it's so loud. And They're just try to make it harder than it so, needs to be. So we've 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 got some things that we do. So first of all, if you we I I'm not opposed to a kid hunting at whatever age. You know, six, seven, eight. It it doesn't matter to me if the kid's ready for it you know i've there's six years six or seven or eight year olds that are obviously ready and mm -hmm. able and willing and then there's others that are not and you know they just sit in the deer stand with you while you hunt nothing wrong with that and nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that but encouraging them encouraging them, teaching them talking through it right is probably the most prevalent thing i've seen over the last five years i would i would i would in a heartbeat take my three four almost two three <laughs> four five year old kid grandkid yeah. to the deer stand with me and sit in a deer stand absolutely in a deer box with a box of cookies and some orange juice and a backpack full of goodies and i remember doing it with john michael my youngest 
who is 23 now, but he was a little dude. And we we were hunting. I was going to shoot a deer. But we watched this family of raccoons in front of us for hours. And it was the joy of the day. You know, a mom and a dad or whatever it was and some little baby raccoons. And they were just all around us in front of us moving. And, and I, you know, you ask him about it today and he'll tell you about the family of raccoons. And, uh, and that was part of, you know, or the, the hawks and owls and, you know, the different things that you see from, from that view and, and you're and, still and, in silent. Yeah. And, or they fall asleep on the floor that usually and you'll wake yeah. them up, you know, <laughs> two hours later or whatever. It's, it doesn't matter. It's just the process. It's the, it's the. It's the culture of it's the it's the outside part mm-hmm. of it that is so healthy and um, and I I I'm I'm just such a huge proponent of it and so pulling the trigger is not necessarily what you're saying pulling the trigger is not the end game here do I don't think so do you no no uh, it's, I mean it, you uh, you uh, I well end game you kind of want them to get to that point. Where they shoot a deer, yeah, but this whole but it could be years, right? Encouraging them and bringing them through the process, and like you like to say, do hard things where they get over some barrier that they had, and uh, you don't want them, and you teach them a lot. Lately, I've been really interested in kids not losing the opportunity. Don't pass up this opportunity uh, now because they're they're hesitant. You know, they're hesitant to do little things like, you know, where where they're ready to pull the trigger. And I have a talk with them about that beforehand, skinning a deer, you know, and just encourage and say, don't lose this opportunity that you have to do something and accomplish it. And it it's changed the way that I uh, have a conversation with a young man or, or, uh, you know, like my granddaughter in well, the outdoors, and it makes a huge difference, I think, to not push, but to be an encouragement for them not to lose the opportunity. We'll, we'll talk about this as we f- do this second hour of the outdoor zone. Uh, one place to start in this whole thing is McBride's Guns to get a youth model firearm, a youth model rifle that fits the kids' shoulders. You don't want to get put Grandpa's old thirty out six against their shoulder and expect them to have a good experience. Go where the staff is uh, skilled and um, and understand how to fit a rifle. And you, and that's the same way for us. You need a rifle that fits right. You need a, you need the right scope. You need the right stuff, and you can get all of it at McBride's Guns. Get, get ready for deer season with your new rifle or shotgun, or get yours up to date uh, at McBride's Gun. They were in the same place they've been for a year, the corner of Thirtieth and Lamar. You can call them at four seven two thirty five thirty two or online McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. All right, coming up next is the PETA report, and even the kids we take out hunting can sniff out the problems with the PETA organization. So come back, listen to why they are so concerned about turtle kidnapping. Or you can listen to it this week on our favorite pod or your favorite podcast at 
theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. I'm TJ Graney, your host. You're tuned in to The Outdoor Zone live broadcast or the live podcast recording Follow us all week at theoutdoorzone.com. Iconic Ram powers yours from crew cabs, quad cabs, lone stars to heavy duties. It doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection, and we're ready anytime. The most awarded truck on the road is the Ram, and it's been named the back-to-back to back motor trend truck of the year for the third year in a row and we've got truckloads of new rams here with more on the way so if you want a new ram we've got it Nile maxwell ram power days at the Nile maxwell supercenter online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com all right now it's time for your peter report <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. (laughs) Hey, the PETA Report's brought to you by Sun Automotive. Everybody has to have their vehicle repaired at some point, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. Well, we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service, locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 13. 1500 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway, Ranch Road 1206, Ranch Road 620, sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. So PETA has a reward out. They had this video from this um, little uh, kind of nature area. It's kind of a park area that... Uh, had a waterfall and a little uh, goldfish pond. And there was a video of these four or five boys who wandered in there. But I didn't see them in the video. I didn't see them picking up turtles. Yeah, I don't know how they caught them. I don't know. that How that they was, know uh, they took them? I don't know. Because they, they went through a little gated area, which I don't see how that area even would keep a turtle in. I think they saw them go through, and then the turtles were gone, and they thought put they two just and assumed. Two together. So there was three. But, was there? There was three of them that came in the gated mm-hmm. area, and one of them that stayed out of the gated area. That was the one kid that's like, "My mom's gonna whoop my butt if I, if <laughs> These I get guys caught are, in here." Don't do this, don't, guys. Don't. don't don't do it. And but those guys, you know what? It, what it reminded me of was just three dumb young teen boys just being idiots but they didn't show but anyway peter's got a five thousand dollar reward on their head well i mean peter's peter said that their turtles know their home range and will suffer every day that they're separated from the home and caretakers that they know 
And he said they can't. You can't let these. I think they were just like red ear box turtles or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And it's illegal to have box turtles. I wonder why. Well, you have to have a permit like I have. Oh, an amphibious tracker. Uh, look, I can trap them. I can transport them. It's, it's if you a, need problem. If you got problems with it, just coons, possums, armadillos. You, I can trap come. and transport. Man. So you yeah, basically a little take... side gig I got going here. <laughs> hey, uh, so we're talking about uh, youth hunting and a kid's first hunt, right? And um, so some of the things that we know, one is um, they'll get up early, but one of the, well, a couple of the tips is one is uh, have a backpack full of stuff, powdered donuts. Uh, Nothing with a crinkly a, wrapper, though. Maybe Take a them toy, out of the wrapper, right? Eh, you know. I don't like the wrappers. Okay, I'm, I'm not freaking out about a crinkly wrapper in a blind 100, 100 yards from the deer stand, the deer feeder. But, uh, you know, we're teaching them to be quiet. So, yeah, you got to like remember to be quiet. But uh, I like powdered donuts or chocolate donuts. <laughs> I like get them little stuff like that. Do you like, like them or for them? Which are you saying? No, it's for them. Okay. And, uh, You're like, hey, and can then Uncle I, TJ I think, have one of those? Uh, uh, and just so have some snacks for yes. them. Uh, maybe a thermos with hot chocolate or maybe get them a Yoo-Hoo at the store on your way. They like that flavored drink. Something yeah, cool. get them something. Something different they wouldn't normally something, have. Right? Yeah, make it a treat. Yeah. Make it like when, when I used to get Cody Ryan and we would go fishing. It was always early in the morning he'd get one of those little six-packs or whatever of white powdered donuts, right? And so to this day, it's like this special treat. Is that why he always has a little mustache, a little white mustache? And so this (laughs) – probably. uh, So this – so you create this special thing, but kids are going to get bored. They're not going to be – and don't expect them – to be like you and guess what they're gonna talk loud at some point they're gonna bump yeah. they're gonna wiggle around if you're so stinking rigid and it is so important for you to be massively rigid may not be the person or the time because there's gonna be some of that you're teaching them how but you got to teach them how binoculars are another yeah. thing a pair of binoculars so the kids try and teach them how to use the binoculars, how to look at the animals coming in. What does that look like? How do you zoom in? Teaching them how to use binoculars is another really cool thing. So a backpack, some drinks, some snacks, even a toy or two in there. They, you know, they can sit on the floor in the deer stand. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of, of electronics though. I'm not talking about they, electronics. Okay. I'm just talking about yeah. You don't want to. That's what you're trying to get them away from. So their cell phone, where they're playing an electronic game with uh-huh. headphones in, yeah, no. What about a book or a magazine? Too noisy? Well, now, if it's an outdoor magazine yeah. and you're showing them, here's, here's where you shoot the deer. Right, right. right. That, that kind of thing? Yeah. But don't expect them to read articles at 7 <laughs> on... <laughs> You know, out of your outdoor, outdoor life magazine, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Um, another thing is, so when one of the things that we've been really adamant about is how to train them to use a scope. Yeah. And your first purchase 
if you've got kids and you want to train them up to hunt, besides a red rider, standard operating yep. procedure, right? Red rider and, and a million copper BBs is a 22 with a scope. A good scope. A good scope Spend on a 22. as much money on the scope as you did the firearm. And, and let, them, let them plink a million times with that 22. Well, you know, we started we started talking about this, and I know that there were other groups, even in KOZ, that were calling you, going, "Wait a minute, what what are you talking about? Why do you why do you think?" And the concept was that we put them, get them comfortable with scope time, what I call scope time, right, where they are understanding how to look through it, how to get the right, um, you know, their eye far enough away so the picture is full. Number two is how you're breathing and what you do with the rifle, how it moves up and down with the crosshairs, right? And then trigger pull and how it affects the shot and how, you know, instead of pulling with the whole shoulder, like a lot of people do, they'll, the kids will, right? They'll, they'll pull their shoulder back and not use their, just their finger and how difficult and how far off the, uh, the shot will be. Well, and, and so, for me, for me, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that once they get comfortable with that part of it, then when you put the bigger gun in their hand, it all they care about is is where the crosshairs are, the right breathing, you know, so they aren't all over the place, and the really good slow trigger pull, and that's what they're concentrating on. And once the the adrenaline's there. And most of them, almost every single time they pull the trigger, they don't even say, wow, that was loud or bam. So the reason why I say 22 is one is you don't want them to be afraid of the kick and the sound of a large caliber rifle. And so they don't equate shooting that a rifle with they don't equate it to the kick and the sound like if back in the day when grandpa put his 30 odd six because then a kid's sitting there going <laughs> i'm afraid to pull the trigger because it's going to be loud and it's going to kick so then once we've trained them to do all those things that you just talked about with the 22 and scope and how to shoot and how to learn to scope that 22 rifle in uh make a good clean ethical and shot. then yeah. and then we put them in a deer stand with a 270, 243, yeah. something in that line. That it, we don't do a model. 223 typically because it's too small a caliber. You want the deer to go down, and, and you need something that's going to hit them hard. So we'll do a 243 or 270. We'll put it in their on their shoulder, and but they don't get that until they're fixing to shoot a deer. And then when they pull the trigger, it happens so quick they don't they they don't have that anticipation of the kick and the and all and the noise and all that stuff then it happens and it's in the adrenaline moment of that hunt and so that is our theory that was that's Clean proven shot. itself out yep. to be really good for uh really good for our kids and we'll talk a little bit more about getting your kid out for their first deer hunt must be honda ding right you can hear it. It's football time in Texas. What gets you to the game should be a new Honda from your Central Texas Honda dealers. 
these reasons and so many more, you can come see it for yourself. It's a perfect time to upgrade when you trade in with a new Honda. From the 2021 KBB.com Best Value Brand for the seventh consecutive year. With over 1 million Hondas on the road, equipped with Honda Sensing, your Honda is not only protecting the lives of the people in your car, but the lives of your loved ones. Envious? Don't be. Your new Honda is waiting for you right now at any one of the Central Texas Honda dealers. That's Central Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos, or simply go online today to CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Yeah. Um, along My backup singers Honda. went home. Call them back in real quick. All right. Come back to work, backup singers. Get where you're going in a Honda. All right. Coming up next is our Armed Citizen Report. We got the FBI report. It says Armed Citizens killed more criminals what? than police. Yeah, you get that and more. It's only one place. Live in the bunkhouse Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 at your favorite podcast platform and online at The Outdoor Zone. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. Last week, we had um, our buddies from Shore, Ron, Bar, and Grill on the show with us. And, man, I love those guys. I love what they're doing over there. Rick Wahlberg was on the show with us, and he talked about uh, just how – uh, how they're doing over there and just the fresh food that they come in that's coming in and just the creative mind behind that and um, they are Austin's hottest new restaurant sure raw bar and grill they have the most incredible selection of fresh raw oysters uh, fantastic pet friendly patio live music every night over there and twice on Sundays they have uh, homemade breads and desserts and you can't go wrong by taking a guest, girlfriend, or wife out on a date night to Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They're located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for everything Shore, shoreatx.com. And, uh, and also find them on Facebook if you want to follow those photos and the live music stuff on the Facebook. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizen's Report for the week. So we talk all the time on the show on just how important it is to... Um, how we believe it is critical to understand uh, your rights as a firearm owner, your right to carry, and just how important it can be 
in today's wild, 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 wild world. And the FBI came out with a report. The FBI FBI Uniform Crime Report for 2020 indicates that armed private citizens killed more criminals during the commission of a felony than were killed by police. And the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms says this data clearly underscores the continuing need for American gun ownership. Amen. We looked at Table 14 and 50 in the FBI's new report that apply to justifiable homicides by law enforcement and private citizens, respectively. Uh, Last year, according to the data, armed citizens killed 343 criminals during the commission of a felony, while police fatally shot 298. So that means more people were protected by armed citizens, right, than what the uh, police were involved in. The use of deadly force is not something anybody wants, but neither is being injured or killed by some thug during a violent criminal act. Self-defense may be the oldest natural right, and every time we hear some politician, public official, or gun control extremist call for citizen disarmament, we have to wonder which side they're on. It certainly can't be on the side of public safety. (laughs) So I just thought that was really a, um, I mean, it's something I guess I didn't ever put together. Um, but if you look at, if you look at the overall numbers, you're talking less than 600 total. Mm-hmm. You would think that, and I, and and probably most of that's in well media. The media, you think would, most would that think most that. Of that happened in Chicago. I don't know where it was. I mean, that report, you know, that no, was I'm put together that. was by the C, what do they call it? CCRKBA, which is a Citizens Committee for the Right to Bear Arms, which, interestingly enough, is headquarters in uh, in uh, Washington. But so anyway. in, it, <laughs> it just goes to show that, um, again, the things that it's, we talk about, the rights to protect your family. And and I just, I can't imagine anybody who's ever been, had a home invasion or anything else, you know, uh, a family member raped or beaten or murdered, that they don't understand or see the value in the ability to self-protect. And apparently that message got out there when over a million people Bought their very first firearm ever last year. And the trend, as we know. Or two million. The trend. uh, Continues. Yes, it continues. It backed down just a little bit last month, but then it's back up again. But the the real trend is when the people that are buying them, right, Uh, which are left-leaning and a lot of women that want to protect themselves saw the riots, saw the stuff, and said, okay, well, th- this is ridiculous. My and that's wife, what we always say, right? I mean, even though you may go, oh, no, it's not, I don't need it. And then all of a sudden, when it's protecting your family or your loved ones. Well, when it's personal. Mama bear, yes, get, comes out and goes, well, I don't know what I was it's thinking. It's funny, Mrs. Granny was in Colorado this week, and she went to buy a fishing license. Her and all the ladies went and bought fishing license, one day license. They went to Walmart like at 
seven o'clock at night. I bet you're and, proud of her, huh? That's oh awesome. man, they caught they caught rainbow trout and grilled them up, and I mean, wow. it was amazing. And it you was weren't amazing. even there, and you God, weren't I was even there. So proud, and then uh, but uh, she handed the guy her uh, personal carry license, and he looked at it and he said, "You got a personal carry? You carry a gun?" <laughs> and she goes. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I could see when she told me that, she kind of like, hmm, her feathers kind of. <laughs> a little peacock. Anyway, we're talking about, yeah. uh, we've been talking about this hour about getting your uh, a kid involved with their first hunt. And um, and I there's there's a lot of ways to do it. Huge proponent. Don't put a big rifle in their hand. And there's, uh, you know, why are you doing it? How do you do it? But if you don't have those abilities maybe you have a kid and you just you're not a hunter you've never been a hunter you're just a dad who wants that or you're a mom who has a boy and you and he just talks about it he wants to learn about it he wants to know about it which is you know which is very typical of a boy and and as much as society might say well we don't ever want our kids around guns a a a kid who understands the, the depth tool. and the responsibility. The depth and responsibility of a firearm is far safer statistically across the board. Everything you check, everywhere you look, a kid who knows who's been trained right and wrong about a firearm is a much safer kid. But so if you're in a position and you wanted to do that, um, you lead a program at your church, and they're all around Central Texas. Um, and beyond. And, 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 and the beyond. country, yes. 22 states in Canada, by the way, and soon to be in Dallas yes. and California. And, California just started this. Yeah, just started. So um, there's a program out there that you as a father can get involved in, or a single mom can drop her boy off, 8 to 18, and he'll get the proper training and mentoring and uh, and potentially even participate in a deer hunt this year. And we're doing archery this month, you know, so it's not just guns, but archery. Oh, no, no. I'm tools. just saying, yes, there's all kinds of training that happens at KOZ every month. You're doing hiking. You're doing camping. You're doing fishing. You're doing tools. There's all kinds of stuff yeah. that you're mentoring the boys out, you know, guy stuff that you're teaching the boys. But over the next month or two there's going to be a lot of talk about hunting and deer hunting uh in the koz program and in the koz groups Mm -hmm. and so it's a great place for a boy to potentially uh to potentially be trained up and and if that's something that you're interested in men you can join a koz group as a volunteer you can just go and and uh, it's an amazing, amazing thing, and uh, and it'll be done properly. It'll be done correctly. And yeah. there's Texas Youth Hunting Program. There's other, some other stuff, but um, the the Kids Outdoors the KOZ program has some legs to it. It's not a one and done. It's every it's, month. Every month you can yeah. continue that training of good and right and outdoors and. So anyway, kidsoutdoorzone.com. Hey, your final days to save like a pro with the best deals at Nile Maxwell GMC. Trade up and cool off in a new GMC in a 2021 Sierra, a Yukon, Acadia, Terrain. Or if you can't find the GMC you want, 
We'll find it for you at Nile Maxwell GMC. And Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, online at nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. Hey, this final segment, go out and get a little more coffee, top it off, come back and listen to Dirt Talk. That'll be next. And if you don't have the Old Farmer's Almanac for 2022, why don't you? Listen all week. On the outdoorzone.com. Farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Prefort, Powder River, WW Manufacturer, all trusted names in the industry. The esteemed stamp of approval guarantees our products have met superior standards of safety and reliability, which means you can feel confident that you're getting the best for both your animals, your farm, or your ranch. FarmRanchStore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. turned 80 he was sitting out back in a rocker he said what you been up to lately i told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee he poured this wisdom out said if you want my two cents on making a dollar count buy dirt find the one you can't live with buy dirt dirt talk brought to you by our friends jill and ann at buybastropproperty.com their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell that place in the big city, they'll help you with that, too. Jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Ann's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. Buy Bastrop Property dot com and you better together so jill and ann talked to him this week um man if you're looking for a piece of land out in the bastrop area mm-hmm. they come up with some cool little nuggets i mean you got to have somebody out looking mm-hmm. and a lot of people are out looking and be prepared right and be like ready but i just i i mean i just saw they just had some of the coolest little stuff out there and uh this so, is your addiction, isn't it? I I, I I I I drove. I don't know. So yes, <laughs> I, I love I love dirt, but it's just having somebody out there that just even when they just find something interesting, they just send it to me, even though I may or may not be willing to buy it or interested in even buying it. Um, but they sent me a little piece this week that was man, it was a little you know, portable barn dominium kind of put on this little piece of dirt with all these pine trees around it. And they knew I would love it. Mm. And, uh, it was, it was less than a hundred grand, less than 70 grand. I wish I would have, someone would have pointed my, that my way. It is, it is a really, I guess cool, I fell off the radar, didn't I? Well, Cause I didn't, I haven't pursued you were the rest of it. Building the wall of Great privacy wall. around <laughs> your place. And, 
But anyway, so one of the things that uh, you're just fired up about today is your 2022 Almanac, Farmer's <laughs> Almanac. And people, I don't even know if people know what that is. Oh, but come on, it's been written ever since seven, like 1792. I don't know that people pay attention to it. Mrs. Graney's a huge fan of the Farmer's Almanac. Well, they're getting a relaunch because last year they're the ones who predicted the worst weather, right? And so they were like, whoa, look, it's in writing. They were right. They they knew about it, you know. But there's so many cool things. Um, Well, one is the pattern for this year is supposed to be, let me look at it here, for winter 2021 in, and 22. It's like the central U.S., uh, right? Texas the up southern. through Texas. Oh, okay. Texas, Alabama, Louisiana. The lower southeast, yep. including us, is going to be uh, wet and cold. Again, wetter and colder uh, than normal in the summer. But it does summer. say Arctic. It doesn't say shut down no it's not it's not that frosty weather and uh it also talks about next summer which is going to be hot and rainy so it'll be hot and rainy i know that sounds like in texas hot but i mean i I think the idea like this year you would call it hot and rainy right yeah yeah i mean it was hot and and it came in a little late like the whole el nina versus el nino you know, Nina is like the little baby, and um, El Nin La La is the is little girl or the girl. You're married to a so Mexican. I know, lady. and I can't. I've Can learned all these years. Figure that out. But one is where the Pacific, you know, tides are, are hot. Charo <laughs> come in, and it's like every two to seven years, it makes a big difference between the weather patterns. <laughs> yeah, you said. Those Mexicans figured it out. <laughs> they did. I I had no idea that it was every seven years and how it worked. Well, of course, it's I not started quite hearing seven. It can be between five and seven years. It'll flip flop back and forth. So I don't want to get you wrong, but on average, I think that's where it is. Yeah, depends on the way the shadow from the sombrero falls on <laughs> the tortillas. But also, they took into account with the uh, with, with this is the whole unexpected or early stages of what they call cycle 25 of the solar cycle. And uh, it is means that it's a little bit cooler and it promotes more rain. And that'll be going on until 2025. Well, California's just going, come on, come on, come on. It's got fishing in there, best days for fishing. It's got what's gestation, the new, gestation what, period. What's the new name for uh, for farmers? What are they supposed to Because our little 10-acre place, yes. it's called a hobby farm. This is uh, 20, 2022 Trends, and you are a farm fluencer. I'm a, a farm fluencer. Yeah, yes, a farmer. Dude. I'm so happy the, to the the farming lifestyle. So that's hashtag farmfluencer. Yes, you can get out, uh, dude. Here's what you can do: you could start by inviting volunteers to two farm chores uh, at, for increased fitness out at your place. Hey, I like that. What are you doing? You can later rent today? out livestock for kids to take care of. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as a farmfluencer in the Bastrop area, Smithville, Texas. Would like to invite you to farm days out at the ten acre farm. Bring, uh, we'll have chainsaws, rakes, 
all kinds of stuff. Anyway, that's Dirt Talk by BassDropProperty.com. Man, find yourself a little piece of dirt. Get Jill and Ann to help you find that little piece of dirt. Uh, little they piece will. of heaven. Yeah. They will. And I tell you, they got they got one piece right now that's, I think it's 30 acres. Whew, man, pond, trees, and uh, and it's And, and if I was interested in that, to them. who would I get a hold of, and how do I get a hold of them? FarmRanchStore.com. I mean, <laughs> BuyBassDropProperty.com. BuyBassDropProperty.com. Jill and Ann, right? Yep. Okay. Wrap it up. Hey, a quote this week. You know, it's a simple metaphor. But a powerful motivator. It's easy to get overwhelmed and discouraged these days. So don't forget, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. What do you think about that, bro? Okay. Hey, uh, Proverbs 22, 6. Raise up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they will not depart from it. So we talk about that all the time. We talked about your kid's first hunt, deer season coming up, youth hunting day coming up. You can go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to get more information on starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church or getting a boy involved in the outdoors, kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you need a speaker at your church or at your event, you can go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Or if you feel passionate about getting the next generation involved in the outdoors and you want to just donate, give land, uh, vehicles, or cash, to the ministry to get the program going, get kids outside, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. And uh, so this week, get the kids off the couch, show them the birds, the trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them in the greatoutdoorzone.com. We're both headed to church. Want to uh, 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 get you to uh, think about getting your family to a uh, to a good Bible-based church somewhere in your community. My <laughs> name is TJ Graney. This is the Outdoor Zone. We'll be back next week or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. So now it's Regulators. Mount up. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.